you can take to heart. We can know and understand that we can have complete faith and trust in a compassionate Savior, one who not only knows what we're going through, loves us and cares for us and wants to supply for our needs. After the disciples had answered him, how can we in the wilderness? This was unlike the feeding of the 5,000. There were villages nearby. Here they felt like they were way out in the wilderness. How can we feed them with bread out here? Well, the Lord asked in verse 5, How many loaves had ye? Did he need to know that? No, God is omniscient. He knows everything. Uh, There was a purpose to his question. He was wanting his disciples to, one, recognize really how little they had to offer to the situation. What could they bring? How could they, uh, on their own, take care of this problem? Also to show them in the end and the others how great the miracle was. But it was also done, I believe, to begin the connection between the feeding of the 5,000 and what the Lord was prepared to do that day. There he had helped the disciples by multiplying the bread at the feeding of the 5,000, and they were able to feed his people, uh, the Jews. And they could understand that the Lord would help them when they were gone uh, to be able to supply for the needs of his people. And now uh, here was a lesson to teach them that they would be able to also do this for the Gentiles. In fact, This is believed to have been the beginning of Christ's expanded or opened ministry to the Gentiles. And for sure, in these two accounts, we have demonstrated that Jesus was the bread of life and is the bread of life come down from heaven. So in verse 6 and 7, we find that Again, that he took the seven loaves, he broke them, he gave them to his disciples to to give uh, to the people. In Matthew's account, uh, chapter 15, verse 38, Matthew said that there were 4,000 plus women and children. So some estimate as many as 16,000 were there. Well, how much did they receive? Verse 8 says, So they did eat and were filled, and they took up of the broken meat that was left seven baskets. Uh, The initial multitude that gathered there were made up of the the lame, the blind, the mute, the maimed, uh, those with diseases, leprosy, They had all sorts of needs. That's why they initially came, but but they hungered, not just for healing. Uh, They wanted to uh, be spiritually fed. 
Here they had tarried with Jesus for three days. Think about that. The Sermon on the Mount takes less than 13 minutes to read. Spending three days, can you imagine the wonderful words of life? Eternal life. It seems they lost track of time. Uh, the words that the, the captivated them, it, it, it met a desire deep within. I think they forgot about their physical hunger. They just wanted to be there. Appreciated Sister Cheryl's testimony as we look forward to camp meeting. We can understand how that feels a little bit. Uh, we love it when we get to camp meeting and enjoy the word of God through song and testimony, through the sermons, through the teaching. We have time of fellowship. Seems like every camp meeting, we don't want it to end. Like these people, we see the miracles. We see people get saved. People get healed. People receive their deeper experiences. It's exciting. Camp meetings a week away. And we look forward to what we know that God will do for us. Well, that's how it was for these people. They, they didn't want their time to end. They just wanted to sit there at the, at the feet of Jesus. But, you know, Jesus doesn't ever want to send us away empty. Again, verse 8 says, they did eat and were filled. One commentator said the flavor of this was to say, they all ate to their heart's content. Another I read said that word filled had a kind of a connotation behind it of a giving fodder to a beast of burden like a, a donkey, a mule, or a, a horse to the point that you try to feed it and it turns its mouth. It, it cannot take another bite. They were filled. They were full. They, they couldn't have any more. Well, it's wonderful when uh, we can uh, come to camp meeting hungry because we have a God who wants to fill us. And I believe in any gospel meeting, you bring a hunger into that meeting and God uh, can sufficiently satisfy abundantly above all that we can even ask or think. Well, they were hungry spiritually and physically. And you can see in this account that that God filled them. You know, they didn't have to bring much like the disciples. They, they didn't have to bring much. No. You know, sometimes we feel like we have to be able to bring something in. We have to bring enough prayer or have studied maybe an experience enough to really understand it, to have prayed just enough time. But what we have is so little. I don't care how much of it you have, it's still little. What we bring is a hungry heart to the Lord. And understand then, he's the one that has the ability 
uh, to multiply His blessings for us. To multiply the thing that we need done in our heart and in our life. Uh, He has more than enough. Here it says they, they took up seven baskets. Here's another difference. The baskets that they took up, the 12 baskets at the feeding of 5,000, the, the word used there is kofinos, uh, that's a basket I, I would consider like the size of a lunch pill. It was a basket designed uh, to take a day or two's food supply in. The basket used here, seven baskets, is a word called spurries. That's a large wicker basket, like a hamper. In fact, an example of that is found in Acts chapter 9, verse 25, where the recently converted Saul, they were seeking his life, and so they had to let him out at night over the Damascus wall in a basket. That was a spurries. So you can see uh, how much the Lord supplied. They ate till their hearts were content. And they still took up seven of these large baskets. And I believe that's like the blessings and and what God has for us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. We can fill things that we don't have capacity to fill when it comes to the blessings of God. And when you then put these two accounts together, you have to understand that the gospel and who the Lord is looking to bless is for the whosoever will. Well, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not want anyone to go away empty. No, he doesn't want to want you to or me to leave His house tonight empty. He wants us to leave full, full of whatever blessing it is that he has for us. Whatever our need is tonight, the Lord wants to fill that need. We just have to be willing to come and to receive from him. And we're going to have an opportunity to do that. The song 702 and the altars of prayer are open.